You're listening to episode 247 of the Room to Grow podcast. I'm Emily Goff, a human connection coach, speaker, and mental health advocate with an insatiable sense of curiosity and adventure, always asking more questions and using the power of stories to teach, learn, and grow. It's about allowing for room to grow, and this podcast focuses on three main pillars, human connection, personal growth, and freedom. We cover topics like relationships and cultivating genuine supportive connections with ourselves and others, speaking your truth, shattering personal barriers, radical self-acceptance, and courageously leaning into your skill sets. Whether it's a solo episode or bringing on highly curated guests with incredible stories, experiences, and expertise to share, we're leaning in and taking the entire idea of growth to the next level, all while still covering the uncomfortable topics that many of us like to avoid. There's always more room to grow. Let's do this. Hey there, welcome back to the Room to Grow podcast. Emily here, and today we are going to be talking a little bit about freedom and what that actually means and how you can figure out what that means for you because everyone is going to have a different definition of freedom. But the reason why I want to unpack it a little bit is that I think that there can be a lot of um, sort of stereotypes around what we consider freedom, like financial freedom or time freedom. And both of those things can be, are, are incredibly important, at least to me, but there are all kinds of other forms of freedom that really have to come from within and are just as important, if not more so in order to cultivate then those other forms of freedom as well. So this is one of the pillars of the entire Room to Grow brand. Uh, this is also one of the pillars of the Room to Grow Mastermind as well. So the Mastermind is getting started on Monday, January 18th, 2021. Um, the doors will not be reopening until April. So this is your one chance to get in for a while. It's going to be a while before I reopen the doors. Super, super small intimate group because this is the first time that I'm running it and I don't want a lot of people in here. I'm keeping it really small so that I can give more individualized attention, individualized coaching. And the entire reason why I'm doing this is because the, my favorite part of my job is this podcast and coaching. And I wanted to combine the two in the best way that I knew how, because I've always loved this podcast so much, but it's always left me just a tiny bit, almost vaguely unsatisfied because I, I can't go deeper on a podcast. I can only take you so far on a podcast episode and coaching is where the magic happens. That's where the transformations take place that the breakthrough moments where you have those, those aha moments, like the literally you can see almost little light bulb going off over that. And you can make these incredibly transformative shifts that will change your entire course going forward. And I have been so incredibly fortunate and privileged, I might add to work with some incredible, incredible coaches that have absolutely changed my life. And I'm hoping that I can be able to do even a fraction of that for you to help you make, and I'm just the guide. I'm not the one that makes the changes. You are the one that makes the changes. It, you have the ability within you to do things differently, to stop settling for the status quo, to shake things up, to like and trust yourself more to make the big decisions that you've been avoiding or putting off. And instead of wondering, you know, is, is this it? I used to have those moments when I, my business coach asked me, one of my business coaches asked me at one point last year, 
what it was that, uh, whose face I imagined when I held myself back. And immediately my response, my own response surprised me because it just came out of me so quickly. My response was the girl who was trapped, meaning me, like the, the former version of myself, that, that girl who was trapped in a job that she hated in a relationship that she thought was the best she could do. And that I thought that was it. And I would have those moments of like, really? You know, like I'm, I'm kind of happy, but sort of not that really. Like sometimes I am, sometimes I'm not. But is this really living life to its fullest? I would have those moments, like almost like those conversations in my head. And then I would just push them aside. I would brush them off to one side and I would go, no, like you have so much to be grateful for this. You know, there, there's so many great things in your life. And that can be true balanced against the opposing thought, not even opposing, but just sort of additional thought of, okay, but there, there could actually be more. And I'm not talking about making some of the massive life shifts necessarily that I did. Um, if you want more information on that, you can check out episode 117, um, all about, you know, more of the, the details of, of my somewhat dramatic backstory, (laughs) but this can be things as simple as getting rid of old habits that are no longer serving you, you know, building deeper connections with the people in your life, really strong, meaningful connections feeling more satisfied with your life overall. But uh, these things are going to require you to make some shifts, building more freedom into your life. Again, in a variety of ways that we're going to get into today. These are all of the things that we're going to be really digging into in the mastermind. The mastermind is eight weeks long. It's going to be a ton of personalized coaching directly from me. You get a ton of FaceTime with me, all kinds of accessibility. Um, The only other way to work with me right now is one-on-one. And the cost to work with me one-on-one is, is much higher. So I'm also offering uh, a lower, a, a much lower than usual cost for this mastermind because it's the first time. And I also want to get lots of feedback from you as well. So send me a DM over at Emily Goff coach on Instagram. You can also shoot me an email. All those details are in the show notes. Um, and all of the details to access, uh, all the information for the mastermind and the curriculum, all those things are also in the show notes, or you can jump over to room to grow podcast.com. Okay. Send me a message. Let's chat. Um, I'm also happy to jump on the phone with you. We will figure this out and see if we are a good fit for each other. Okay. All right. So freedom, let's talk about freedom. What is your definition of freedom? Because I think that in this social media, highly digitized, beautiful, glossy photo world we live in, most people tend to chalk the idea of freedom up to the Instagram worthy things like travel and work from wherever and laptop lifestyle and 10 K months. Yeah, that, that shit all sounds great, (laughs) but freedom ultimately comes from within. And listen, I know that that sounds like some sort of, I don't know, just Instagram meme, you know, it just, it sounds like this very abstract woo woo idea. Like, okay, yeah, it comes from within whatever, but I have to tell you, I have lived in the exotic locations. I have done the laptop lifestyle and I technically still do, but in a little bit different way. And I've worked from wherever. And I can tell you from experience 
from very, very personal experience that you can be in the most beautiful location in the world, surrounded by incredible people that you absolutely adore and have money in the bank and still feel trapped in a cage of your own making, feeling lost, directionless, unsure of your purpose and no idea what the fuck to do next. And this is what I mean when I'm telling you that freedom is something that has to be cultivated from within. This is a hard lesson that I have learned myself. I'm sure that I will learn it again over and over again. But otherwise, if we don't have that sense of freedom from within, otherwise any external version of freedom will only be an illusion. So where do we even start when it comes to cultivating this sense of freedom? The first thing that I would recommend is to figure out how you define freedom for yourself. What does it represent to you? And your definition of freedom will be wildly different from someone else's. And that's totally okay. Lean into the differences on that and be super honest about what it means for you. Because a lot of times we will hear, you know, other people's definitions of freedom being thrown around, especially on on social media and stuff. And we can really buy into that social media, very curated lifestyle that we're seeing on the gram or wherever you hang out, TikTok, whatever. And it can be really deceiving because we, we see it. And I know that there were people who were looking at, at me and, and my photos when I was living in Bali, I'm sure thinking the same thing that, you know, she has all this freedom and whatever. And, and I, I did, and I do, um, you know, this, this, this incredible sense of external freedom that I can work from wherever all of those amazing things are incredible. And it's such a privilege that I, I never, I never want to take that for granted ever, but that still doesn't solve what your, your more internal core sense of freedom is. If a lot of the, the external things got stripped away and the external things can still absolutely be part of your definition of freedom. I'm not removing that from you, but because it, it's part of mine as well. But if you strip those parts away, what does freedom look like without the more external, potentially materialistic type of things? What does that look like for you? And sometimes these can actually open up uh, some tough conversations sometimes too. I I would recommend going back to episode 241 to listen to the episode about how to have hard conversations because sometimes our definition of freedom may be wildly different from the people close to us. For example, a spouse or a partner. And that can be a hard conversation to have because if you and your, your partner have two very different versions of what freedom is, then that could potentially create some issues for you. And that, that did actually create some issues in my previous relationship. The, the one from, um, from uh, that I referenced, uh, in episode 117, uh, for anyone who's new to the podcast and not familiar with my story, uh, I, I found out, um, in a rather dramatic fashion that my partner had been having an affair off and on for nine years. Um, so I go into the story of, of that. I ended that relationship, all those things, but in that relationship, long before I found out about the infidelity, uh, we would have conversations about what, what we wanted life to look like down the road. And my version of what I wanted life to look like was very different from his very different. And it did create some issues for us. Like we would have some conversations and sometimes I would be like, is this man going to fit into the life that I want? But then I would kind of push that down and 
just sort of go, no, like, you know, I, I wanted the relationship so much. I wanted that relationship specifically so much that I, I was almost willing to compromise on some of these really big core things that were so, and, and are so important to me. And that's a problem. It doesn't mean that it can't be worked out, but that could potentially open the door to some tough conversations because your definition of freedom may be very different from somebody else's. I, my definition of freedom included things like the ability to pick up and travel when I wanted to, to be able to work from wherever, all of those things. And, and I'm going to go into more of, of some of the more internal things that it means for me as well. But, um, that, that did not match up with him. And that's, that's, that can be an issue that, that can definitely, um, create some friction that you might have to, to have some really honest conversations about. So number two here, when it comes to cultivating this sense of freedom is focus on what you can control, not what you can't. So what I mean by that is stop waiting for other people to change their behavior or fix something for you. If you're serious about creating your own sense of freedom, you are the only one that can help you with this. No one is coming to save you. No one is going to ride in on on the white knight to make this better for you. You are the only one who can control, you know, your, your actions, your reactions, um, really getting, getting, once you get super clear on what you want freedom to look like, you're the only one that can control how, or if you get to that point, we can't control the people around us. When I was having friction with, uh, my former partner about this definition of freedom, I, I couldn't force him. We, we can't force anyone to have their, their definition or, or, of freedom or, or their opinions line up with ours. That's not how it works. That's, that's why I'm referencing episode 241, all about how to have hard conversations because we have to, part of having hard conversations is acknowledging that somebody else's experience in the world is going to be very different from ours. And therefore they will likely have a different opinion than we do. And how do we kind of meet in the middle on that? So that's a big part of it, but we can only focus on what we can control. And another part of freedom, like, like these are some of the parts of freedom that I feel like often get left out of people's definitions of speaking your truth. That is a huge part of my personal definition of freedom. If I feel that I cannot speak my truth honestly and openly, that that's a problem for me. That's a really big problem. And I'm, I'm especially talking about, you know, like close personal relationships and stuff as well, because I already lived the life where I was walking on eggshells. I I felt like I couldn't say certain things and, um, you know, I, I, felt like I, I didn't want to rock the boat too much, that it would cause too many problems. It wasn't worth it. It was easier to just stuff things down. And I, I suffered for that both emotionally. And and I brought that upon myself, um, because I, I made the choice to stuff down my own truth, but I suffered for that both, uh, emotionally and physically. Like there were times where I was actually like, like ill sometimes. Um, there was one particularly, I haven't really, I don't think I've talked about this on the podcast. There was one particularly difficult time frame that I was going through with, with my partner. Again, before I knew about the infidelity, I didn't know anything about that until the very, very end. And then I ended things right away. But, um, we had been having some, some issues about a particular thing and I 
because I didn't want to rock the boat too much, I kept getting throat infections. And I was like, what is going on? And I kept, I, I kept going to the doctor. They kept telling me that it was fine. I didn't need antibiotics, but it kept happening. Finally, after a month of this, like nonstop throat infections, they finally told me that I had strep throat. And I didn't think that much of it at the time. I thought, you know, okay, they just misdiagnosed and, and whatever. And that happens too, obviously. Um, so I took the antibiotics and I was okay. But then after the relationship ended, I then spent six months, um, you know, working on, on the house with him to get some renovations done before we, we sold it and I left the country and all of that. And in that six month time frame, I, I couldn't really talk about it much about what was going on in my life with many people. Um, I, I both didn't really want to because people just had this huge dramatic reaction that I would then end up having to manage as opposed to them comforting me, I would end up comforting them. <laughs> I, and I, I just, um, I felt really uncomfortable talking about it and I couldn't share it publicly yet. I knew that I was going to end up sharing it publicly when I felt ready as part of my own healing process. But I couldn't do any of that until, you know, the legalities were tied up, the house was sold, like all that, all that stuff. And I had a sore throat for months and I, I don't always go super into, you know, I, I'm, I'm woo, but I'm, I'm also very rooted in, in science as well. And I believe in the whole thing about chakras to a degree, but I don't know a huge amount about it. And I didn't really think that much of it, but I, um, I was uh, working with uh, a, a really good friend of mine, Kim Schweitzer. She's been on the podcast. Her episode's been really popular, actually. I'll reference it for you to go check out. It's episode 116, actually. And she is uh, a Reiki practitioner. And she did a Reiki session with me. And it was incredible. Like, it was absolutely incredible. And one of the things that she noted, I, when I went in, she knew about my personal situation. And when I went in, I said to her, I think my throat chakra is really blocked. Um, because I had had this sore throat for months and she, after a session, she's like, yeah, it is completely blocked basically. And what was interesting was that I had that sore throat for months and months and months. And as soon as I came out with the podcast episode, sharing my story publicly, it was gone. And I've never had that experience since. And, and she and I have talked about that before. She's like, how's your throat chakra? I'm like, wide open as fuck. <laughs> and that is absolutely part of my definition of freedom. If I am ever in any type of situation with anyone, and, and again, like platonic, uh, professional, romantic, whatever that looks like, if I feel that I cannot speak my truth, that is a massive infringement on my own very personal sense of freedom. Of course, there, there are nuances to this, obviously, um, to, to some degree. But overall, just being able to speak openly and honestly, that's really, really important to me. So that's part of my personal definition of freedom. Something else, I know I, I have been referencing material things and stuff in relation to, um, to sense of freedom. And I, I want to touch on this because this can often be the first thing that people think of, right? And, and that's, that's very natural. That's very normal uh, to think of that. But, you know, like that luxury car you've always wanted or the vacation that you've always wanted to take, they, those may represent a form of freedom to you. But is that truly freedom? Because what if you have to go into debt to pay for those things? Or what if you have all the money in the world to buy whatever you want, but you feel trapped in the life you've created 
that is required if you want to continue to support those types of things monetarily. So that's what I want you to think about. There is nothing wrong. I'm all for that. I'm all for money. I, I am not anti making money at all. I need to make that very clear. I'm all for, I'm very pro money (laughs) because money does buy a degree of freedom. Money buys choices and that's really, really empowering. So there's nothing wrong with the luxury car or the vacation or all of those things. I'm not faulting those at all. I want you to have those things. If that's what you want, I want you to have those things. I just want you to think about it in a slightly more complete way. So sure, yeah, you want the, the, the car and the vacation. That's awesome. But make sure that you are building a life that supports that where you still, where you still have that inner sense of freedom within that life. That's what I want you to think about. And nothing replaces the priceless experiences that you can create with the people you love the most. I tend to be known for gifting experiences whenever I can, as opposed to material objects. I do still do that sometimes because that can just be such a a lovely, a a lovely gift as well. And I do, I do love doing, I just, I mean, I, I just love giving people things in general whenever I can, but when I can, if I can create an experience with somebody, I try to do that instead, you know, to take them out for like a really incredible meal or, um, you know, to take them away for the weekend or it, it doesn't have to be anything quite that major. It can be something super simple too, that doesn't have to, to cost a bunch of money, but just creating those experiences, that's such a beautiful gift. And that gives you a really incredible sense of freedom. At least it does for me. Again, this is part of my definition of freedom. Yours may look different. And that's, that's part of this conversation is figuring out what your definition of freedom is. And we have to respect that. We have to respect that what freedom looks like to you may be different. It may be completely different for someone else. And we, we need to allow people to live their own reality of freedom without projecting judgment as well. Another part of this is letting go. That is a big part of my sense of, of freedom personally as well. And I know like it sounds super woo and, and it's an ongoing lesson. I have to continuously relearn all the time <laughs> about learning to let go. But what I mean by this is letting go of expectations, letting go of people, maybe if they no longer fit into our lives, even if we want them to, um, letting go of how we believed certain situations would play out letting go of how we thought our lives would look, letting go of guilt for our own wrongdoings. These are the kinds of things that I'm talking about when it comes to that more inner sense of freedom. And ultimately, a lot of this is is about freeing yourself from everything that holds you back so you can make massive shifts in your life and cultivate friendships and relationships that support you instead of draining you to dream bigger, to accomplish more and and deepen your connections without losing yourself. Instead of all of these things that, that weigh you down and hold you back. And in a year where the more conventional definitions of freedom have felt particularly restricted, when we look at, uh, you know, things like travel, being able to see loved ones, like the list could go on and on about the number of, of ways where 
our more conventional freedoms have, have been restricted in really big, significant ways. It has never been more important to change our relationship to this sense of freedom and to go inward. This has actually been a really beautiful opportunity to start looking at how we can cultivate freedom that isn't tied to some of these other things that have been temporarily taken from us or at, at minimum restricted, but in some cases just kind of like shut down completely. That's actually an, uh, an opportunity to start to look at some things differently. So I hope this has given you some things to think about because I, it's only in the last year or so that I've started to really like think about how freedom looks for me. Um, because I think before I was sort of getting a little bit sucked into the, the more Instagram version of, and now I'm really looking at it from a different way. And like, how can I cultivate this sense of freedom more from within myself? And we are going to be going into this in the room to grow mastermind as well. So again, send me a DM over at Emily Goff coach. Um, I'd love to hear from you. We can chat about it. We can see if it's going to be a good fit for you. And eight weeks, eight weeks long for the mastermind. We start on Monday, January 18th, 2021. If you're listening to this in real time. Um, so yeah, I can't wait. I'm uh, super excited about it and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. It means the absolute world to me and I'm so grateful. For any references in the episode and all show notes, be sure to jump over to roomtogrowpodcast.com. And if this episode touched your heart, it would mean so much if you would take a quick second to hit subscribe, write a review and share on social media or with someone who really needs to hear today's message. It makes such a difference to keep this podcast going so I can continue to bring you amazing content and absolutely incredible guests. Be sure to tag me over on Instagram at Emily Goff Coach so that I can thank you in real time for listening and connect with you. We're back every Tuesday and Thursday with new episodes and I'm looking forward to growing with you.